Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Kia ora koutou. Welcome to B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. Stories of the people who make Wellington tick. I'm Sadie Coe and tonight I've also got co-host Laura Kewen in the studio. Kia ora Wellington. So great to have you back, Laura. Thank you, Sadie. Before we kick into this cool interview, mm. I have a pic, uh, a public service announcement, okay. like one of those, okay. like just like the community notice board that just happened, but one that comes from me bragging about being an organized adult, no which way. is um, it's an election year. So if you've moved in the past three years, you may need to update your enrollment details. So please remember to update your enrollment details. It's really easy. You go to vote.nz and you type in your new address and voila, Mm. you are enrolled properly and you can participate in the democratic process. Very important. It is very important. I feel like it's especially important this year. But I always feel like that, I think. (laughs) Thank you, Laura. That, that will mean that you too can be an organised adult. And so today we're talking to Adrian McClelland and Joe Sanders when she arrives here from the Shift Collective who make large-scale live video projections that incorporate music, creating a moving visual and sonic feast that tells stories about life in Aotearoa. They're about to head to Nelson for Te Ramaroa Light Festival, where they'll be collaborating with Tom Haynes, who creates music under the name Ceramic, and Tom is also here. Welcome, Adrian and Tom. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. It all sounds very exciting. Um, so we've got Joe, hopefully, coming along as well. But there's some other members too, eh, of Shift Collective? Yeah, well, I should give a, um, a little bit of um, background to Shift Collective. Mm. If I sound nervous, this is like a firing line stuck in front of these... <laughs> giant microphones, it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, uh, Joe Joe Sanders had done um, VJing quite a while ago. She was part of another um, collective, and I met her at a function that was um, raising money for uh, 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 Jason Harding or Clinton Smiley's kids to, um, to study. It was down in what I think used to be um, the old uh, Tato... Uh, bar, the one oh, yeah. that's um, underneath the backpackers down near Courtney Place. And so, sorry for my ignorance, mm. but when you say VJ, VJing. What, oh yeah, it's a terrible, it's a terrible label. Um, a video um, jockey, so the equivalent sure. of um, DJing, um, mixing different things together, but um, video. So it's um, it's typically what you'll find in a um, in a nightclub more often now. Behind the DJ, there'll be visuals going on, and I know that. Uh, one of the um, members of our crew, Anu, does quite a lot of work at um, Valhalla, so you'll see um, her work there. And actually, um, there was a thing on last weekend, it was called Insomnia 2, which is up Taranaki Street. Oh, you went to it, didn't you, Tom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Did you play music? I didn't. No, there were a lot of other people playing music. I didn't want to, like, you know, cut in, but <laughs> one time I will maybe. Yeah, it was up um, Taranaki Street. Oh, it was by um, Pyramid Club. Apparently, oh, yeah. it's that's that right sign of location. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like a, a dance party essentially that goes mm-hmm. till five in the morning. Or? I didn't go till five in the morning, but yeah. it does. I think. Yeah. I know. I know. Reckon she went for about um, four or five hours uh-huh. constantly. But 
anyway, at an event I met um, uh, Joe, I think I was kind of a last minute um, ring-in, and, uh, and we got... Um, uh, we got talking and we wanted to um, carry on with the VJing and do something that was probably more um, arts orientated, kind of steer away from some of the um, club stuff. And Joe had studied with uh, uh, with Anu. And, um, oh, is, is this Joe now? Yeah, Joe's oh. arrived. Oh, cool. looking through the window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she had studied uh, at Massey with, um, with Joe and I, I'm not sure if they'd done any VJing together. And so we started this... Uh, My hand signal wasn't clear about coming. Come in, Joe. Yeah, so so we started to practice together and um, and uh, uh, put a proposal together and um, and here's Joe. Joe now. Kia ora, how you doing? Hello, everybody. And somebody else over there that I don't know. Hi, Sadie. Hi, and this is Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Joe. So I'm giving the long-winded background. You and I meeting at that thing for Clinton Smiley. Yeah. And um, and it's then true. you'd study with uh, Anu. Yeah. And then we started um, working on proposals. I'm just saying that we started to look at shifting it away from a nightclub yeah. scene and see if we could do something that was more orientated around a, um, an artwork. I don't think we foresaw work, work, uh, working with Tom, did we? No, <laughs> no. no. Well, He's the son of our friend. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah my, but uh, I... Um, so I was kind of invited to see if my work, if my music would fit with the videos that these guys were putting together. So I like was like, okay, cool, joined the Facebook group and then like, well, you know, Facebook Messenger, whatever. And then, so I was like, oh, those names are kind of familiar. And then when I showed up, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I've seen these people at my parents' barbecues. <laughs> well, that's my parents' friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. We're, so, like, so, we're so cool. I don't know, Tom must be cool too, huh? Yeah, but like, you know, I think I like my parents, so when I meet their friends, it's like, oh, okay, they're probably all right. So, you know. <laughs> and there is another link as well, is your sacred geometry composition stuff, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, that, I mean, that's kind of come around a wee bit that... Um, uh, with the work that we're doing now, because we did a work that was in Performance Arcade, and that was um, with someone, a friend of news doing the music, and more of a regular DJ, and um, and that was a bit different. And then when we put in a proposal to Te Ramaroa, um it ended up that the the theme um, tied in with the work that um, that Tom's doing. So everything kind of came to came together and, and clicked. So that little um, spiel that you uh, read off the, the notes before when we started off, that's specifically um, for Te Ramaroa. Right, okay. I pieced that together, actually. Oh, did you? From, yeah. Oh, no, I mixed it before it's okay, then Te Ramaroa. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I totally ad-libbed it. What do you, what do you mean notes? <laughs> Don't sound good. <laughs> okay, so that's Shift Collective. Basically, and a little bit of VJing. I still feel like I want a little bit more on VJing. Like, what do you do? Video jogging. I know. (laughs) You say it, and people are like, oh, you DJ. No, VJing. (laughs) And um, yeah, I mean, it sounds naff. VJing and video jogging. And some people just just can't help themselves when you say VJ. They're just like, oh, VJJ. I don't know, you know, something like that, you know. In any case, <laughs> I don't know, is this that kind of show? But no, but um, but it's it's live vision mixing 
I, I kind of think of it as live video doodling myself, you know. So we, the three of us use software, the same software, Resolume. Some people use other things. You can you can use anything. You can use nothing. You can, I don't know, use VHS tapes. That's what we used to use back in the day yeah. with a vision mixer. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, actually, oh. I, I remember... Um, wow. How old are you guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ancient. Yeah. Well, I, I remember going to... Um, uh, it would have been the early days of um, Naked Angel, maybe before that, and it was no, um, that's before was, my time. Uh, oh, I see. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, I just and didn't that, live in Wellington then. And yeah. there was there was a guy at the time called um, uh, Piero, who oh. I think his I think his moniker was um, ICP, oh. and so he used to do all the the visuals for a lot of those um, clubs. And I remember it was things. I remember him um, drifting off after um, after a night at a club to get a sun. Uh, get a sunrise so he was videoing things like that and you used to get stuff like bits of Koyana, I don't know that he did but bits of Koyana Squatsi and movies like that kind of these kind of right. pieced together beautiful um, scenes that would just kind of play in yeah. the background and I mean a whole lot of that whole dance music thing and the gathering you know that's all been really kind of hit the back of our retinas hasn't it you know, yeah. and, and I think what you find with the dance party thing, what we're hoping at Te Maroa, is that it keeps people there. I think that's what the VJs are there for at the dance parties. It gives you a sort of a focus and a kind of like creative outlet and another way to sort of enjoy the music. So it's a combined effect and it can sometimes really add up really well. You know, it's like more than the sum of the parts kind of thing when it's really going off and... Um, yeah, we, um, uh, like if you if you see a lot of that stuff, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of um, uh, rotating 3D visuals and that sort of thing, and drum and bass and all sorts of um, stuff. And I think um, with what we're doing as well is because we're putting in um, proposals for events, there's a lot more of a um, thematic. You can kind of pick away the layers. So I like this idea of kind of a hedonistic art form for lack of a better term, and that actually you can subvert that slightly, that you can have things in it that kind of start to recite a, a different message. I've got, I've got a whole beautiful um, blurb about um, Shift Collective and what we do together. Should, yeah, should go for it? I yeah. think you, where is it? You, do you know it? My oh my God. Do you? Other yeah, really? Cool. <laughs> when we did when we did the um, the first one because we all we all have um, really distinct visual styles. Like Anu, her, um, she's a painter, um, is an artist, and so she films her, records her paintings, and then she uh, takes usually scenes from around Wellington. Is the stuff I've seen, and then mixes it together, so you get this beautiful um, cascade of um, visuals. And her paintings are all based around energy fields, chakras, that sort of thing, and it all gets mixed in uh, together. My um, tangent is a different kind of layering because my background's graphics, so I end up with this kind of bright, graphic-y kind of pop art style. And um, uh, um, uh, Herio, um or Tainu, I've got um, uh, Whakapapa, and so I have um, uh, that language kind of comes through in the um, the work, and then um, and then your style. Um, I don't know. I'm chucking you un under the, the wheels. You um, I like sort of poppy, 
kitsch kind of stuff. It's varied a lot, you know. Um, um, but I actually really want to hear Tom talk about his music more <laughs> and what, because we've only caught up a little bit. So I'm really intrigued what you're what we're going to do in Nelson. Mm-hmm. Well. Basically, the music I make is, well, I'm an acupuncturist in my day life, and I really closely relate to all of the energy centers of the body and how they resonate with different pitches and different sounds. And so I try and bring together sounds that kind of harmonize with specific energy centers of the body. And there's a lot of content like that already, but I find that a lot of the time when you're looking for something like a, um, I don't know, 432 hertz is a real classic healing frequency that people use for a lot of things. It's one of the classic um, tunings for instruments that kind of came about when music was proportional rather than just, it's a little bit arbitrary these days. I don't really um, understand what you're talking about. Okay, okay, so basically, you know, a a string, when you cut a string in half, it makes an octave higher than the whole string. Okay. So when these kinds of things were figured out by people like Pythagoras, they figured out what the best resonances were for the bodies that were listening to them. So they figured out what kinds of pitches felt the best and how they related to the other pitches you were using, which is how all of the theory for, um, you know, major and minor scales and all those kinds of things came together. It's been evolved a lot over time. Right. Did you study music at university? Or? No. Why do you seem to no. know? Um, I just, I was really interested in it, so I looked into it a lot. And then having made music for a long time and then learning about the subtle changes you can do to the frequency behind the music, because all music has a frequency. Most of the time people don't really know what it is. But if you make sure that all of the notes that you are using are pitched in harmony with each other and with the environment that you're in then the scales that you use can influence different emotional responses and different ways of the body functioning really so um yeah I've always been interested in that kind of thing but I found that most of the content around those things were a bit flat so a lot of the time people would have like a um a 432 hertz tone that is just like a really long, kind of hard to listen to, unchanging structure that in theory is really good for your body to absorb, but it's not entertaining. So I've been trying to create more textural elements that kind of bring in a bit more of the kinds of music I like, but holding specific frequencies and trying to work with specific frequencies. And so when we're working together with the video, because all... All things are energy, right? It's just different expressions of energy and different, like, different parts of energy bouncing off each other that create all the matter that we're in. And so different colours resonate at different frequencies that can be aligned to different pitches or different notes or different scales. And so if we were to use, like, all one particular colour, like red, for example, which resonates with the lowest centre of the physical body, and I was to use all around, like, the C scale then those colours and frequencies harmonise so the music and the sound become a bit more coherent between them. Are you going to give us a demo? (laughs) Yeah. I totally would, yeah. I was just just thinking the the combination of music and... and Yeah, I was there. I was right there. Our colour schemes could could kill someone. Drop to the the ground. Yeah, you want to be really careful about not doing a brown (laughs) note. You know, that's... Really? Yeah. what? I'm not going to go into that. It's, yeah. If you know, you know. Does that it's, really work? <laughs> I, well, apparently, I, I don't want to, and I don't want to investigate. I mean, I've got good news for you. 
we can't show colour on the radio, so <laughs> we're probably having this at a lower level of just the sounds. So we should be oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Do you, uh, is let it me safe? Turn of the right thing. Yeah. All right. Well, here you go. Here's here's one of them. So that song, I very, very much doubt you've ever heard before because I've not released it yet. But um, so that one was in the key of G. G resonates with throat. So it's all about expression and relationship to communication and that way of relating to your environment. And so with that one, I tried to create a um, kind of uplifting vibe 
But then with the lyrics, trying to talk about expression, really, trying to align what I'm saying with what the frequency that I'm using helps to generate, helps me stay kind of on track with what I'm doing. But um, I figured that a really good way to explain a little bit about how these things kind of resonate with the body would be to just go through each of the major major scales. There's only seven of them, and I'll only play a little bit from each. But cool. um, Can I just remind anyone who's just popped in? Actually, I don't think we've actually mentioned, this is, this is Tom Haynes we're listening to, but um, your sort of stage name is Ceramic, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Just in case anyone was wondering. Uh-huh, yeah, and ceramicnz.bandcamp.com if you want to find more. Awesome. And there is much more to come on there, but there's already quite a lot. Okay, so the first energy center resonates with the key of C. So I'll play a little bit of that, and then I'll talk about how it relates to the body. So here you go. and the root chakra is how some people refer to it is really about your sense of survival and your sense of relationship to the real physical aspects of the world like the earth and the rocks not quite the trees because they're a whole separate life form but all of the real physical dense material that's around us so a lot of the time people have a little bit of a um, strange relationship with the environment they're in and so working with the key of C it's really good for helping people's energy fields and bodies relate more coherently to the energy fields of that layer of the environment that we're walking in. So is this the one that's 432, the root chakra? So 432 is... So basically when you create a, um, a scale, you're using lots of different notes. When the note A is tuned to 432 all of the rest of the notes oh. in the scale resonate together. And so all the music I use, or all the music I make, A is set to 432. So no, most music these days, A is set to 440 hertz, which is less resonant with the body. If you ever look into um, cymatics, which is spelled C-Y-M-A-T-I-C-S, it's a really good way to visualise how sound interacts with matter because it's basically like a metal plate with sand on it. When you run a frequency through it, the sand arranges itself <clears throat> into different patterns. When you play 440 hertz through the sand, the pattern that generates is not very coherent and it's not symmetrical. But if you play 432 hertz through the sand, the pattern it generates actually quite closely resembles the flower of life. So... I wow. like that. Holy that's, shit. That's cool. What about, what about you two? Did you, what were your impressions of that clip that you just heard? There was like a really funny bit where it suddenly goes, boom. <laughs> yeah, I mean like, you know, it's a, because I basically got an album for each of the energy centers, so an album in each key, um, separate to the, all the other music I make, they're like, you know, um, but that was just the first intro to one of them and then it was going to progress, but I was like, oh, if I let it do that, then... 
I'll just have to keep letting it go on and I want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we only get 52 minutes in here uh-huh. so <laughs> instead of an entire day, unfortunately. <laughs> so now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, if I do this for all of them, we're going to be here a while. So how about I go right from the bottom, the root, to right to the crown, which is actually right at the top of the head, so that we can maybe feel the difference between them. So here we go. I have to turn this off, I've still got the slider down. So that was an example of the um, the key of B, which is the, in a way, the highest frequency that relates to the body. I mean, highest is not quite the right word because each of the scales repeats above and below. So it goes in a spectrum infinitely. And we just kind of map it to a keyboard, finding our like most comfortable middle to listen to, and that tends to be where people start. But the yeah, so it so, just keeps moving up and then up again. I know you said that was to do with the head, but I really felt that like going through my chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, maybe I'm stunted. Well, I mean, all, <laughs> of the, all the energy centers are really, really related and they don't exist by themselves. So if there was a particular frequency that was working on a specific center, but you felt it somewhere else, that would probably mean that that center that you were feeling was where the energy was kind of accumulating rather than just accumulating in the area that the frequency is pushing towards. Your open heart. <laughs> so I think the key is really to... Because I basically I use a scale, a specific scale, but a scale is not just the one note. So... If I'm, for example, using the crown chakra, which is in the key of B, there are also other notes within that scale that I use to reflect on the root note, which is B. So, because like, you know, you have a a head and a brain and a consciousness, which exists right at the top of your skull in a way, but that wouldn't be able to receive any information if your lower centers weren't processing the food that you were eating to give you energy to circulate that way. So, yeah, it's everything's so interconnected that it's not that useful to really focus on just one. But if you primarily work through one, using the others as a reference for that one, then you can help that one that you're focusing on resonate better with the other centers. So do you use this therapeutically in your practice as an acupuncturist? Yeah, I do. Uh So I basically just identify which energy center or functional aspect of the body is not working as it could be or what might be working in overdrive and then use the frequency to either assist that in strengthening or in reducing its have you have you done a hypnotherapy one as well you will feel better. You will feel better. <laughs> like so yeah well, I mean do you use it to. yeah no but do you do uh like oh no this is, I'm completely going off topic here like subliminal messaging or anything well i think the subliminal messaging is really the frequency because your body is responding to the pitch right your brain doesn't know what pitch i'm using it just knows whether it relates to the music or not and if it relates to the music 
then the centre that the frequency is pushing towards will be starting to react more or less than the other centres, depending on what is trying to happen. What do you think, Laura? What do you think about the process? Well, <clears throat> I was um, when I listened, I was um, I was thinking about kind of the way music is constructed, like melody or like the different parts, and mm-hmm. so. I kind of experienced them differently because they were constructed quite differently. Well, one was quite slow and like had long notes and a little bit more like relaxing, whereas another the other one was kind of like dancey and had a bit of a beat. So, yeah, I can see your kind of layering way people's experiences with a lot of different ways that uh, or or parts of music, yeah, ways mm-hmm. that people experience music. Well, I kind of find one of the best things about working with a video collective like Shift is that you can kind of occupy more different facets of perception in a person at once because there are so many things around us all the time that are not exactly harmonious with each other. And so if you can create a space where what you're seeing and what you're hearing and what all the people around you are seeing and hearing as well is within the same spectrum and working towards the same kind of outcome then it's easier to kind of elicit change if there's more different angles being kind of worked from at once wow i feel like the people of nelson don't know what's going to happen we're going to have a loving um (laughs) i was thinking more of like the pied piper we have a sound cannon with the visuals and there's just tons of people following us (laughs) and then when we build up enough people there's a lever that drops them all into it but you're quite you're quite adrian you're quite concerned about the love frequencies aren't you oh well i i got introduced to it because a friend of um uh, Kathy's that I um, yeah, it was the first time I kind of uh, heard about it. She um, she makes um, candles and she talked about playing um, five twenty hertz and it's actually the name of the um, the candle brand, uh, brand I think. And so what she does is, and I think she does other frequencies. Is she plays frequencies when the candles are made so they're imbued with um, with uh, from this sound they're kind of healing um candles in a way and that was kind of my my introduction to it. that's why i'm fascinated by 520 because i heard it was the the thing of love but i've but i like um uh, like do you know the um the artist emma Kunz? no i don't she's like a swiss um artist and she got regarded as a kind of like researcher healer artist and um and she does this artwork that's kind of um in, in a way, it looks like spirograph patterns are really beautiful. And I've, in the latest work I've done, I've based it off some of her um, diagrams. And these were byproducts of her of her healing. And she um, did amazing stuff. I think she's even uh, used to be on a banknote in oh. Switzerland. So I'm kind of um, really fascinated in this stuff, but I've only ever seen it from that visual aspect until um, more recently, hearing about the the hurts and stuff so and did yeah. you choose the fakato based on that candle oh, the um the 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 one for taramaroa the um our the our title is based on a fakatoki and it was because um uh it was based around it was supposed to be i think originally around nature and stuff and um anu 
as I said before, her paintings are about chakra and energy fields and all that sort of thing. So we use this whakatauki um, that is kohini uh, um which kind of basically it means that I'm like any more and the whole thing is um, uh, I do anything for love. So it's based around this whole idea that um, uh, our well-being, the well-being of others, of the environment and everything that we're kind of um, fighting and striving for, we do, you know, it comes back to all these kind of energy transformations and everything that um, we do anything for the love of each other and mm. environment, these things. So that's fundamentally what we're trying to um, uh, portray visually and, and, and um, auditorily through um, the... It's quite a wide yeah. brief, really, but it's open <laughs> opportunities for um, kind of exploring mm. love and romantic love and we figured environmentalism. Yeah, um, just general, general well-being right across the yeah. um, the, the board. And I, and I like, like the... Um, uh, visual stuff. What I really like is when we when we first started doing it, it was this idea of um, uh, uh, karanga as a as a verb that we're constantly in this kind of um, call and call and response between each other. And what you're talking about with the sound and the visuals that you actually you you get a further reach. You can do more. And and I love this idea that um, uh, like this this strength of um, uh, three that we started with like it, for me it all relates to um, the keti of um, knowledge so um, uh, uh, tuuri and tuatia and um, aranui and, and all the meaning behind that so there's kind, there's kind of for me this really beautiful um, uh, philosophy and then with the stuff that, that you're doing it just kind of keeps building and building and that, that, that call and response you know because it's a live event you know, you, it's got that. You can change it to respond to what's happening and that sort of thing. So we're really intrigued whether we can get people dancing in the street. I think we will. Yeah. I think we will. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because, like, it's all... It's really good to kind of understand and to think about all of these different concepts of how energy moves and all that kind of stuff. But most of the time it's not presented in a fun way. And I feel like that's what we're able to do is right. present something that is visually interesting and hopefully or audially is that a word interesting and um yeah just kind of captivating i want it to just kind of hold people's attention for long enough that they hopefully just start to think about the space that they're in slightly differently and relate to the people around them differently as well well we we saw with the um performance arcade mm. was really interesting the way because we projected on the back of um to papa on one of the big walls and it was really interesting the way that people did come and mm. engage, like kind of sit or stand in front of it, and then you'd have a few people that would be on each other's shoulders, kind of At, semi dancing. Yeah, and we weren't that. allowed to actually have the music up very loud, um, mm. and for that, because of the other um, exhibitors that had sound and their thing, and then we turned the music up when they'd all stopped, and then because uh, we, we when we performed, it was po just after COVID had started opening up and. Well, not opening up, but, you know, when the COVID restrictions were falling off and... Well, it was when the, um, everyone was down at Parliament. It was right in the middle oh, of Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. So, um, it w you know, it was limited access and then we had people sort of trying to break in and dance in our dance party, and yeah. uh, our sort of semi-dance party. But 
Yeah, so I'm optimistic we can make a bit more noise and yeah. um, and the scale of it's going to be huge. Mm. Yeah, tell us a bit more about Te Ramarua. What are the dimensions? Oh, uh, well, um, theoretically, because um, we've got two projectors that project on the side of a building and the building's um, eight metres tall and um, theoretically we've got up to about um, 30 meters to, to cover lengthwise so with two of them kind of um, side by side and then we can kind of shift between um, projectors and we have a we have a switcher so we can kind of um, uh, cycle who's interacting on what side to who and and all that sort yeah. of thing we try and be democratic and you mm. know share it out and stuff you there'll, know? Be, there'll be a little bit of um, Sorting out when You'll be alive. on the whole time, though. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom's on the whole time, <laughs> and you two are on, and who else is Anu. going along? And Anu. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, so with the two projectors as as well as um, um, actually it was from Performance Arcade. Um, the the work that I do, it's um, it's rotoscoped. It's kind of clear. It's kind of clear cut um, images, and it's um, layer after layer on top of one another, and we um, laid some of my work um, mm. with um, uh, Joe's. We, we'd accident, a... <laughs> yeah, we accidentally didn't realise the, the thing that we're projecting onto was sort of a square. And to make it democratic, it was like, oh, how do we split a, squ- a square? Yeah. So we ended up having one half each. And because, and, you know, we were, I think, hoping for like a rectangle or mm. something. But, you know, it just ended up like... Adrian and I liked working together and putting our images together. So we'd have our images side by side, and then sometimes his graphics would float through, and it, it was quite it, cool. It was it like, really oh, well. that's quite three dimensional or yeah. something. It was a nice but, surprise, actually, the yeah. way it kind of the way it kind of looked and came together. And, yeah. But so, I don't think we're going to be able to do this on this because uh, there's always technology, you know, like far out. We had so many issues with the technology last time because. Coming out of COVID lockdown, um, two of the team were not vaccinated, and two were, and then we had so they were remotely working, and I, you know it was just. I had my my phone at one stage was trying to record it so that they could see what was going on oh, and interact. No. And we couldn't get them Wi Fi. You know, it was like, could you stand outside round the corner and do it? Yeah. But you know, but I don't know. There was just all sorts of. Workarounds as well. So, so that's your area, right, Joe? Like yeah, audio I, visual yeah. technology. Yeah, yeah. Sort There's of always that. more technology. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we went to OBS. We 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 were what was that other? We were on Twitch for a moment. We were trying uh, every workaround that we could think of to get them in remotely. But the one we use now works really well. Oh we yeah, just we just use a network machine. cable, but we. are but that's because we can stand and put our computers next to right. each other. <laughs> Much easier than sending it through some other mediated technology. Mm. But so do you guys rehearse at all, or is it all completely live in the moment? It is live on the moment. It's not finally re- rehearsed. It's yeah. kind of we do. We um, well, we're talking about having a um, another practice. So we do um, we do kind of get together when we can. Like there's been a couple of occasions when we've been. Around at your place with all the TVs going oh. and and practicing. In Hopefully, a, a we'll get a few practices before Nelson. I figure we've got a bit of daytime as well. Yeah. yeah. Does this count today? This is <laughs> <Yeah>. sharing <laughs> philosophies. 
so so yes so there is there is a um uh a practice and, and part of it like i remember the one at um at your place it's it, it's kind of seeing the connection so i remember um anu was playing something and the colors that were coming out in her work and and you or i had something else on and the combination of the two looked really looked really good so you kind of find these moments when you practice and then you try and um uh loosely recreate them sometimes and, as well you and know things that work and and sometimes you think you've got a really distinct style and then realise you've all sort of chosen something similar or, you know, like, or in keeping. So that's just very, very compatible. Yeah. Look like you. What do you think, Tom? Oh, just, <laughs> you haven't seen that much yet, No, have you? I haven't seen that much. I've seen enough to know what the vibe will be like and to know what kind of sounds I should prepare so that I can, you know, work with what, what comes at me. But um, what I found really interesting was, like, going to a practice and seeing that the three of your works, like, I think being each of you, you might find it a, a different experience to see the final product than yeah. I do because I don't know who's throwing what to oh, the screen. Oh, yeah, that's right. But each of these guys is a very strong relationship with the videos that they're mixing and putting up. Yeah. But, I mean, because um, I don't know how clear it is to the listeners, but the all of the images that are being put up are kind of like all different clips of movement that have different layers of transparency. So some of them are in the front, some of them are in the back, and they move. So you don't necessarily, it's not very, like none of it's static. Everything moves constantly. And from what I could see, it was like once one person had kind of put up some stuff and everyone else put up some stuff and it was moving, someone might think like, oh, I could add this thing and that would look really cool on there. But by the time they've got that cued and got it on there, everyone else has done the same thing with something else. Mm-hmm. So you just end up with all this really random stuff that somehow always seems to work really well. Mm-hmm. And just How was yeah. your gig on Saturday night? What what did that look like? What, what um, did you how long did you I play for? I didn't play. I didn't oh you play. didn't play. I was just under playing or right. VJing and yeah. yeah. Huh. And that was cool. It was yeah, really nice. good. Yeah, she went for like four and a half hours and just, it was, I was just standing I, there staring at it that, the whole actually. time. And it was <laughs> She's got heaps wow. more stamina than me, i got to say. <laughs> four and a half hours, how long is this one going to be? Oh, oh, it's it's going to well, be pretty similar, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's about, is it five to nine every yeah. night? Yeah, yeah, for three nights so, in a row. Yeah. And Tommy yeah. also mixing live at that event? Yeah, yeah. So basically over the... I don't know, a while, I've made quite a lot of music. Um, and so in the... I've ju- I just recently downloaded this DJ program, Mix, with three Xs. It's free. It's oh. really cool. I was thinking basically have four tracks queued and playing and looping at different times, and you can, like, beat match them and stuff so you can mix things together oh. and hold on to the bits wow. that you like. If people seem to be vibing them, then you don't have to let the song play out. You can just hold on to it. But I've got um, about 250 or 300 songs that I've made that I can cut together. Um, I mean, obviously I like some of them better than others, and some of them will probably never see the light of day. But, like, you know, it's good having the opportunity and and options to, like, try out stuff. Are some of them beats only? What do you mean? No vocals? Oh, yeah, yeah, most of them. Most of them are instrumental. Most of them are instrumental, yeah. Because with all of the stuff that I've got on Bandcamp at the moment, I've got the the Chakra albums are instrumental, and then there are maybe five or so other instrumental albums, but then there's more than that of vocal albums. And a lot of the music that I'll be using um, in Nelson will be 
a mixture of new stuff and instrumentals of things that I've released. So, yeah, yeah but if, but it's quite good because if I can have the the instrumental of a song that has vocals and then the vocal one as well, mm. and I have the instrumental one playing, then I can just kind of like fade in and out mm, the vocals cool. and just have little bits of them rather than because I feel like if you're in a space with a lot going on and with a lot of visual, it's kind of sometimes better to let people come to their own stories rather than tell them the story. Spell it all out. Yeah. So if I just like chuck like, you know, sentences or verses mm. out here and there, I think it'll kind of have more impact than if I'm just, well, if Ghost Bee is singing the whole time. Um, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of subtlety. We, we um, got a little touch of that at um, uh, Rhythm and Vines. You know how the, you would have the visuals and then the kind of interplay with the lighting yeah. and the guys and everything? And it was quite, once you got that mix, right, I can't say that I ever did but when you were kind of tone things down and the lighting would take over and vice versa it was um it was amazing it was we don't have an extra lighting yeah. person it's almost like visual <laughs> jazz or something yeah 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 because <laughs> you're cool. having to be quite aware of each other mm. Mm. so tom how did you get started with all of this it seems like you've got a massive amount of material yeah. it's on your band camp and it's like you know coming out new album and there's like three months later coming out new album <laughs> <laughs> well I made my first album when I was 15, and I'm not going to tell anyone where I've hosted that, but it is online. Um, oh, there's it's a not treasure. Very yeah. good. It's not very good. But, you know, you've got to make crap to, to get over that and make better stuff. And so basically made some things, and then through when I was studying at acupuncture school, I kind of just put music down for a bit because I couldn't have my brain doing too many things at once and do them well. And then once I finished acupuncture school, I just kind of had this big drive to make lots of stuff. So I made like maybe 12 to 15 albums over the... What? Um, <laughs> in 2020, I think. Oh, that's, that's a good year to make stuff. Yeah, so. it was a good year to make stuff because <laughs> everyone was inside. And like, <laughs> I don't cool. know. I, I'm a real big believer in like the collective consciousness. And I think when there's times where everyone is kind of on the same vibe or the same wavelength... It can be, it can be a really good thing in order to like, you know, I feel like you can make stuff that's a bit more resonant with other people's experience of more other people having the same experience as you when you're making it. But um, yeah, so I've just been kind of making lots of stuff in the computer now. I used to do it all on like um, hardware synthesizers and loop pedals and drum machines and stuff, but. Um, they all started to crap out because I was using them too much. And then I went digital because then, yeah, MIDI controllers are easy and cheaper than real synthesizers, but you can get all the same sounds. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, the man who has too much for the equipment. <laughs> uh, well, we've got five more minutes. Is there anything, any more music you wanted to... Oh, oh, I could play for hours, but um, <laughs> I've got five more minutes. I've got five minutes. So yeah. I reckon, in going back a little bit to what we were talking about about different specific frequencies in terms of specific energy centers, I'm always trying to use the frequencies of specific centers, but create something that's a bit more experienced through the whole body. And I feel like moving through those is really useful for me, anyway. And so making things that are a bit more upbeat and kind of fun 
is where I have the most fun. So I thought I'd just play one of the ones that I'm liking at the moment. It's 5.28. Oh, so close. But it was close, yeah. Okay, so yeah, here's one of them, which is, it's instrumental and it is tuned to the heart chakra. This one goes out for Adrian. (laughs) Oh, I did the slider thing again. side stories and you were listening to music by ceramic which is tom haynes's musical venture and um that was in some frequency it's a frequency of love and i don't remember which what that was exactly five two yeah. eight 
Yeah, if I do it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but it's just the key of F. Lots of people know the cool. key of F more than 528. Well, hey, thank you, the Shift Collective and Tom Haynes. Thank you so much for coming in. And then um, good luck at Te Ramaroa Festival. Thanks, Sadie and Laura. Yeah, thank you. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.